You are now listening to a message from Eka Christian Center. Get set to be at the fire. God has blessed you. Praise God. All right. How are you doing? How is everybody? Can somebody help me with this? Praise the Lord. All right. Can you greet your neighbor and say happy new month? Welcome to your month of going forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, praise God. Hmm. Turn your Bibles with me real quickly. James chapter number one. Hallelujah. James one. I always like to make it a habit of coming down to see every. Okay, yeah, I can see everybody now. Amen. James chapter 1. Hi, Ruth. That's Ruth, isn't it? Hello, how you doing? All right. James chapter number 1. And 17. Are we there? Can we read one to go? It says what? With whom? Hmm. Every good gift and perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow. So that means God gives, gives, God gives good gifts. It says every good gift. Everybody say every good gift. Every good gift. And every perfect gift. So two things is talking about the gift that God gives. Is that number one is that God gives good gifts. Then he gives what? Perfect gifts. He gives good gifts. Then he gives perfect gifts. Two very important things about the gifts of God. So it means that if the gift is not good and the gift is not perfect, then it's very likely that that gift did not come from God. Hallelujah. Let's take debt, for example. Is debt a gift from God. Does God give and distribute debt? Is debt from God? Well, let's ask, let, let the scriptures answer the question. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 45, where Paul begins to talk about mortality and immortality. It says, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a what? Living soul. The last Adam was made a what? Was made a what? A quickening spirit. Next verse, let's read. I'll be that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is what? Natural. And afterward, that which is what? Spiritual. Next verse. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they that also are earthy, and is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Continue reading. Yes, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit what? Continue reading. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Uh huh. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last drop, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. 
for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in what? Victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin. Hold on. The sting of death is what? Sin. The sting of death is what? So if, uh, uh, um, if we're going to look at it properly, what he's telling us clearly here is that death came by sin and sin by death. So that means sin and death are twins. He says the sting of death is sin. Then he now goes and says, and the strength of sin is what? The law. The law. Now, let's continue with the next verse. What does he now say? But thanks give be to God, which giveth us what? Through our Lord Jesus. Now, what victory is he talking about here? He's talking about the victory over what? Death and sin. Amen. He says, thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Next verse. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think, the, what verse is this? Okay, where, where does it say the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death? Check it. Because death shall be destroyed, the scripture tells us. Amen. Alright. It says in what? Verse 20 what? It says the last enemy that shall be destroyed is what? Is what? So that means death is an enemy. Whose enemy? God's enemy. Glory to God. God's enemy. Death is God's enemy. Look at Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. Romans 5 and verse 12. What does it say? It says, For by one man sin entered into the world. Are you there? Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon what? All men. For that what? All have sinned. Praise God. For that all have sinned. Later, I think during CRC, we're going to look at that in salvation, soteriology, where we talk about this death passing upon all men. Because this death passing upon all men, the construction in the Greek is not an instant passing. It was something that eventually passed all through. It's like a virus starting in one part of the body, then spreads to all the many parts of the body. You understand? Because we know, for example, that though sin entered into the world, the Bible calls Abel a righteous man. Is that not true? Abel was righteous by faith. Okay? And what is sin? Sin is unbelief disobedience to God's instruction. Abel did not disobey. Glory to God. Abel believed in the righteousness by faith. The person that was unbelieving was his brother, Cain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as time went on, and when you read Genesis, you now eventually find that there was none righteous, not one. Then God now comes and says he was going to destroy, you know, in that conversation, all right, and destroy the whole earth and save Noah, who was the only righteous man at the time. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. So he said, and dead by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So all have sinned. Now look at the next verse. What does he say? For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. All right? Nevertheless, death reigned. So the, the death came because of sin. God did not create death. Are you following what I'm saying here? Are you seeing what I'm saying? God did not create death. It's like sickness. God is not the one who authored sickness. He's not the one putting cancer on people's body. He's not the one putting, you know, making someone SS, for example. God's not the one doing that. Praise God. Now, I have news for you. Guys, look at me. How many of you know that when a child is conceived, okay, when a child is conceived, at that moment when that child is conceived, God is not actively making there to be a conception. What God did was that he created one man and one woman, Adam and Eve. Is that correct? Then he gave them the ability to multiply on the earth. So if a man sleeps with a woman, they will have, there will be a what? A conception. So that means God created one man and a woman, then created a principle by which there will be what? Multiplication on the earth. Are you following? So that is why when sex happens, conception is possible. Even if that sex is rape. Oh, come on. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? So, if, you know, I, I hope, um, I don't want to trigger anybody. Maybe I had the experience with sexual violence. All right? But, if the rape happens and there's a conception, God is not the one that authored that rape. The rape happened because a wicked man in his wickedness, went and raped. Are you following what I'm saying here? So, it is very, very important for us not to ascribe to God what God is not responsible for. Are you, are you following? Yes, sir. We must not ascribe to God what God is not responsible for. Now, take sickness, for example. Turn to Acts 10, 38. Let us look at it. Acts 10 and 38. Look at what the scripture says. Because in Jesus, we begin to see clearly God actively doing something about oppression. It's clear. We don't need to, it's just clearly portrayed. Look at what it says. Can we read one to go? It says what? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? And with what? Who went about what? Who went about what? Who anointed Jesus? God. Right? God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. And the Bible says, sorry, um, this feedback here. It says, God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good? And what? Healing. All that were what? Oppressed. Of who? The devil. So who did the oppressing? The devil. Who went about doing good? Jesus. God through Jesus. 
Now, if God had an hand in the oppressing, then anointed Jesus to heal, it would mean that God was going against God. It would mean that God is an author of confusion. Are you following what I'm saying? Praise God. But he anoints Jesus to do good, which means the oppression is not good. Do you understand? The oppression is not good. God anoints Jesus with Holy Ghost power to go and what? Do good. Are you following? We must be able to tell the difference between the works of God and what's not the work of God. Look at 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8. This is important. Death is an enemy of God. Death is not God's friend. What has God done when it comes to death? He has made immortality available. Such that if a Christian dies, death is not the end for that Christian. Are you following what I'm saying? It's It's not the end. Now, I don't know if anyone here has lost a dad or a mom or a relative or a sibling. And in your heart, in your heart of heart, there's a pain in your heart because you cannot see them right now. Praise the Lord. I know what that pain feels like because I lost my junior sister in 2005. She was, how old was she then? I think she was 16 or something. She died because she had um, a sickle cell crisis. She was a sickler. Praise God. Now, Ose, so now, now, have you seen now? Okay, I, 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 I should show you something. Very interesting. There is the will of men also in sickness, infirmities, and disease. Remember we said that God created one man and one woman, correct? Church, are you following? You need to follow this sermon. You need to follow this sermon well. God created one man and one woman. Then there's a principle for procreation. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and they twain shall be what? One flesh. In that being one flesh, there is procreation. So there was one creation, but several what? Procreations. Are you following? Are you following? There was one creation, one man, one woman created, but several procreations. So it is in procreation, that is in the sexual act, that there is the multiplication on the earth. Now, check it. The Bible tells us about Adam. After Cain dies, in Genesis, I think Genesis chapter 4 or 5, he says, and Adam knew his wife Eve again. Hallelujah. All right. And he, they gave birth to what? Seth. And he said, he created, he, he, he produced a man after his own kind. So in procreation, in creation, God made man after his image. In procreation, man what multiplies after what his own image. Are you following? Huh. Okay, so we now see this. Now, so let's say it means when God creates, God's creation is after his own will. When man cre- procreates, 
Man procreates afterwards his own will. Let me show you something. Go and talk to um, uh, John chapter 3. Let me check this scripture. Amen. I don't know if you're learning something. It is why we say A.S. and A.S. should not marry. Are you following what I'm saying? Why? Because we know that if two of them get married, the possibility of excess is high. Is that correct? Come on, church. Is that correct? Now, that possibility, whose hand is it in? Is man. Praise God. It's, it's man. It's the reason why we tell someone, um, try to lose weight because, all right, in obesity, there are certain things that can happen. All those things are in the atrium. God is not the one giving you the disease or anything like that. No. I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Very important. Amen. Now, let me show you something. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The more we are able to understand this, the more we have a better understanding of who we are, the more we have a better understanding who, of who the devil is, the more we have a better understanding of the power of God at work in us. Because when we have proper understanding, we will now be able to assign responsibilities as we should. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because what we have right now in the Christian and with some, with some Christians is that we hold God responsible for what God is not responsible for. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Then at times we now hold the devil responsible for what the devil is not responsible for. Then hold ourselves responsible for what the devil is responsible for. Are you following what I'm saying? So there is low discernment in not being able to identify what is caused by the devil and what is of God and what is of us. Amen. So when a believer sins, maybe he slept with someone that's not his wife, he will say it's the devil. Are you following what I'm saying? You understand that? So he has not yet been able to define what is his responsibility, what is the devil's responsibility, and what is God's responsibility. Now, it is through the word of God we'll be able to know what can come from who. Are you with me? Very, very important. So we hold the devil for responsible for what the devil is responsible for. We hold you responsible for what you are responsible for. And we hold God responsible for what God is responsible for. Praise God. Now, okay, look at St. John's Gospel quickly. Because I came a bit late, so I'm not going to preach for long. Hallelujah. Uh, that glory to God was very, very... <laughs> <laughs> Can I put the hands together for Pastor Deb and Pastor Afe? They've been doing a wonderful job. And all the workers, all of you, God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, look at John chapter 1, verse 12. Pay attention. Can we read one to go? It says, What? But as many have received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 13. 
which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now, notice what he says. He's saying, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man. So that means the, um, the natural birth, hallelujah, is actually a birth that is of the will of man. Praise God. All right. It is only in the new birth that men are born of the will of what? Of God. Being born again, 1 Peter 1.23. Not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. By what? The word of God, which is the will of God, that liveth and what? Abideth forever. So it is in the new birth that we are born of the will of God. But when we are born of our father and our mother, we are born of the will. Do you understand? So in procreation is the will of man. But in recreation is the will of God. Are you seeing that? I'll say that again. In procreation, it's the will of man. But in new creation or recreation, it is what? The will of God. Hallelujah. So if a child is born blind, that child being born blind, God did not make the child blind. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying? All right. Maybe a child developed diabetes as a child. God did not put diabetes in that child's body. How many of you remember that story in the book of John? Where the disciples asked Jesus. Is it John 9? He asked Jesus. He says, the, 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 sorry, the disciples came to have Jesus. He says, why is it, what sin did the father and mother commit? That this boy was born blind. Because they were like, okay, yeah. And disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Can you imagine? What kind of sin will a child commit that would make it guilty of sickness? Was it that he was biting the mother's intestines inside the womb? Or was he giving the mother a kick? What exactly? Do you understand what I'm saying? But there are some people that believe that because of the sins of the parents, that child's sickness was put on that child. Now look at what Jesus said. And he said, Jesus answered, neither had this man sinned, nor what? His parents. But that what? The works of God should be made what? Manifest. Which means that the works of God was not the blindness. It is the works of God that Jesus now wants to do. Which is what? Continue reading. Next verse. I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can what? Can walk. Next verse. As long as I am in the world, I am what? The light of the world. So that guy was blind. He was in darkness. The darkness was not from God. But God sent Jesus to give him light. Oh, come on now. Are you understanding? God sent Jesus to give him light. It's as long as in the world, I'm like, what? When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. So that means now he was doing the work of God in giving him sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? So there are sickness that are and things that occur in the lives of men that is as a result of what uh, sin, you know, uh, the sin of Adam and the mortality of the body. 
Are you understand what I'm saying? All right. So because of the body's mortality, there are sicknesses and diseases that come. Because of the mortality in the genetics of human beings. Praise God. All right. They arise because of that. There are sicknesses that arise because of the works of demonic spirits. Remember we had Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and the power who went about doing good and healing all that were what? Oppressed. So that means sickness is an oppression of devils. There are cases where somebody would be having diabetes, then will be cast out the devil and the sugar will normalize. Hallelujah. You understand? Just by expelling a demonic spirit, everything is fine. Praise God. There are some that by the administration of God's power, everything becomes fine. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, you, you see that. Jesus said, it's not because of sin. I must walk the works of him. Amen. So, listen. We will not be able to properly define darkness until light becomes apparent. Until Jesus came... And until we see the Gospels, we were not really able to differentiate between the works of God and the works of the devil in the Old Testament. Now, notice something. I want to give you some interesting statistics. The, uh, the word Satan, Satan, eh? Satan, is mentioned just twice in the entire Old Testament. Satan. Satan is twice. And it's found most times in the book, I think twice in the book of Job. Praise the Lord. Now, in typology, praise God, I think Satan is represented in typology. In, uh, uh, in the Old Testament, I think once or twice. The serpent, Genesis 3. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, in, 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 Satan is mentioned twice, once in Job, and the second time, praise God, in the book of Chronicles, when the Bible says Satan moved David to number Israel. Finish. So, we find that the activities of Satan, or the devil, is underreported in the Old Testament. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It's underreported in the Old Testament. But when we now enter into the Gospels, you just see devil, devil everywhere. Why? You cannot define darkness except you have the light. Jesus is the light of the world. And the moment Jesus comes in, he now begins to show us that this is the work of God. This is the work of Satan. This is the work of God. This is the work of Satan. This is the work of God. This is the work of Satan. Hallelujah. Now, that's not all. There is the work of God. There is the work of Satan. Then there is the work of wicked men. Shall I show you? Turn your Bible to Matthew 19. Do not ascribe to God what the devil did. And do not ascribe to God what wicked men did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. You asked a girl out after you have prayed. You prayed and prayed and you said, oh, the Lord said she's the one. Praise God. You are the one that said the Lord said, though. We were not there. Praise the Lord. You said, now you talk, that the Lord said she's the one. And you, she, too, she went to pray. And she said, mm, I had something like that, too. I had it, that you are the one. 
Then you put started the journey. Then after a while, she served you breakfast. Now, you are beefing God, and you are holding God responsible that God misled you. No, is it not you that said, God said? Hallelujah. How do we know it was God you heard? Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen to me. If there's anybody that is beefing God in this place, I'm here to tell you something. I understand, though. I get the beefing of God. I, be, I get it. Loss is hard to deal with. One of the most difficult things to deal with is the pain of loss. I know how and what that feels like. Believe me, I do. I do. But you see, one major thing that has helped me all through is the knowledge, the acknowledging that God is good. And that even though I may not understand everything, I understand this one thing. God is good. I may not get it. I may not understand. But I will, you know, but I, I anchor my faith that God is good. And that in wherever there's a lot of evil, God is working it out for my good and working good despite the evil. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. If you lost a parent at a young age, you are going to see them again. Hallelujah. Are you going to see them again? I'm telling you, you will. If you lost a friendship, you lost a marriage, God is the one that restores. He's not the one that broke the marriage. Hallelujah. All right? He's not the one that broke the marriage. He's not the one that broke the friendship. He's the one that will restore and bring about restoration back to you. Praise the Lord. Now, what's the top one? I said that the things that men do, right? Now, look at Matthew chapter 19. Matthew 19, verse 1, and I'm going to close here because of our time. Then we'll pray. Praise the Lord. So you see, this is why there needs to be discernment among believers. Do you understand? You need to be able to tell when it is God, when it is the devil, and when it is wicked men. For example, there are some folks who because of the actions of preachers, Perpetrating wickedness in the name of God now are beefing God. It wasn't God that offended them. Praise God. They don't have problem with Jesus Christ. What they have problem with is ministers of God. I remember a young lady. She, she had had an affair with a pastor. The guy was pastor was married. But she had an affair with the pastor, right? I mean, obviously, all sorts of stuff were being told her. And she believed it. She, she was not, uh, she was a baby Christian, you know. Um, and, all. and she fell and believed the pastor that he was going to leave his wife for her. Praise God. Hear me, everybody, sisters and ladies I are here. If any married man tells you that I love you so much, I made a mistake with my wife, and I'm going to leave my wife, for you. That gist is old news. Praise the Lord. It's old news. He's not leaving his wife for you. So just understand that one. 
But she fell, and she, she looked up to the personal spiritual guidance and all. And she fell. The man obviously was not leaving his wife. Then um, later, he broke it off with her, and she felt bitter. So the bitterness was not usually, it's not, uh, wasn't first and foremost because of, you know, the um, infidelity or the sin. It was also because he broke his promise to her, that kind of stuff. So she now, because of that, began to beef God. Do you know why she was beefing God? Because she didn't see consequences for that man's sin in the man's life. Are you following what I'm saying? So she now began to beef God. Listen, God will not repent from being good because somebody was wicked. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? God will not become the devil because men are sinful. God is God. He is good. Are you following? Now, there are consequences on the earth for evil actions. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he what? Also reap. But do not hold God responsible for the failings of men. Hallelujah. Amen. Have the capacity to separate men of God from the God of men. Praise God. Amen. I, I know why Lord leaves him because that's not my, my notes for today, but I, he changed it. You understand? Be able to separate it. Amen. And have this discernment necessary to say, no, that's a man. He fell into sin. That's not God. Now, I know with the Rasmatas Christianity going on, sometimes it's difficult to tell the difference. Amen. But there is a big difference. Are you with me so far? Are you with me so far? Do you understand? Now, there is what men do. There is what God does. There is what the devil does. I've told you about the devil. Wicked, wicked devil. Sickness and disease devil. Alright? But now, there is what men do. Now look at Matthew chapter 19 verse 1. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these things, everybody let's read together. He says what? He departed and came into the coast of Judea beyond Jordan. Uh-huh. Next. And great multitudes followed him. And he healed them there. All right, you see the healing again. Next verse. Tempting him and saying unto him, uh-huh. To put away his wife. Divorce. All right? And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them what? Male and female. Next verse, quickly. Man, leave father and mother and shall do what? Shall what? Cleave to his wife. We are two people that are married here. We are people. Oh yeah, cleave. Come, cleave. Oh yeah, you are married here. Yeah. Let's do the cleaving. Oh yeah, yeah, cleave. Oh yeah, give her, give her a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he says, stay there and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be what? One flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but what? One flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man what? What was God's plan? They come together and they are one forever. That's God's plan. Is, is that our God's plan? Good. Thank you very much, my wonderful mothers. <laughs> Amen. Now, listen. Listen. Now, this way you now understand the role of men in their revelation and perception of God. Are you seeing this? Now, look what he says. They say unto him, 
why did Moses then command to give a writing on divorcement and to put her away? He said, you say God's plan was not divorce, but in the Bible, divorce is there. Are you following? Divorce is there. Moses told us that if we don't like our wife anymore, we should send her away. He said so. He said, oh yeah, why? Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? Now, look at Jesus' response. I love Jesus. Oh my God. I love Jesus. Listen, some of us always think, oh, this is the Jews, they crucified Jesus. And believe me, if Jesus was around, you would crucify him. In fact, I'll be number one. Someone that said, I am the living bread. Ah, uh-uh, nah. How can you say you are the living, you are the bread care? You care. Look at you. Yeah. He said, I, I, I came from my father. I will go back to him again. Carpenter's son, no. Praise God. He said, the words I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. That's what Jesus said. Jesus went first sermon, first sermon, upcoming preacher. First sermon. No, he hasn't preached anywhere before. Jesus goes into the temple. They gave him the book to read. He put it there. And he now went to Isaiah 61. Isaiah says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he had anointed me to preach the good news. To preach deliverance to the captive. I got and, and, and Then he closed it. Now, he's having to say, you see, what the Lord was saying here. What prophet Isaiah was saying. Mm-mm. That's what he said. He said, this day. Is this scripture fulfilled in your eyes? Uh-uh. Do you understand? He's saying, ha, Isaiah was talking about me. Elijah, me. Moses, me. That was Jesus' message. You will stone him. But bless God, he wasn't lying. I said, he wasn't lying. All the prophets said, thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. Jesus came and said, I am the Lord. Amen. Now look at this. He said unto them, Moses, because of what? Because of what? The hardness of your heart suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. So that means there are things that were from the beginning. Before the hardness of heart of men corrupted it. Hallelujah. 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 So for example... The subjugation of women in the plan of God, it was not so from the beginning. Because in the beginning, dominion was given to what? The male and the female. It was after the fall, you now began to hear, and your desire shall be to your husband. Hallelujah. After the fall. Praise God. But in Christ, there is a what? Reclamation. There is a what? A restoration of the order. Because the mankind is not just made. It's male and what? Female. Do you understand? So you must be able to differentiate between what is of God, what is of the devil, and what is of men. If a plane crashes on the sky, have you ever watched all those channels where they do investigation of why it crashed? If it was God that brought the plane ground, would there be a Mechanical reason why it crashed. No. It means that it crashed because there was a man-made what? Error. Are you following what I'm saying? Man-made error. Yesterday, 
a trailer, uh, a tanker. The uh, a tanker was on um, Ojuelegba Bridge, and while it was on the Ojuelegba Bridge, the tanker and the uh, uh, is it trailer and the container fell off the bridge. Why? Because there is no railing, proper rails on the bridge, and sincerely, that bridge is not for tankers. Now, if vehicles were underneath it, the load on the trailer, whatever, the container, fell on top of the cars and killed the people in the car. Someone now wakes up and says, why did God allow it to happen? God? God? What do you mean God? What of the man that owns the, 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 the trailer? Why didn't he strap the uh, container to, to, to the vehicle? What about the government that has seen repeated accidents on that same bridge? Why haven't they constructed a bridge that was safe for trailers to cross over? Are you following what I'm saying? God, no. It's man that's responsible for that. Not God. Praise God. It's man. The moment we are able to hold men responsible for what men is like our country now. Look at the country. Praise God. No, look at this country, Nigeria. One of the problems why Nigeria is where it is is because we keep holding God responsible for what men are responsible for. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Inshallah, God will do it. God will do it. One day I know this country will be better. Continue. 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 Listen, men are to be held responsible. It's like this. Guys, some of you, you didn't sweep your house before you came to church today. Your house is dirty. The, the rug is here. The, this thing is here. There is food there. The rats are playing ten ten right now with the plates you left on the this thing with the meat and part of the rice on the table like that. They are playing like that. Now, when you get back in there and everything is a mess, do you come there and say, oh, why did God allow this to happen? Is that what you say? No. Are you following what I'm saying? Old God responsible, old God responsible for. Oh, the devil responsible, what devil responsible for? How do you hold the devil responsible? You use your authority in the name of Jesus and drive him out. Glory to God. Drive him out. And bless God, you know, if somebody dies, we can raise him back in the name of Jesus. Then if we raise some back, bless God. If we pray and he doesn't rise up, bless God. Hallelujah. Because we win either way. Amen. If we raise the person up, we have elongated the time See when he will die. If we don't, bless God, the person is in heaven with Jesus Christ. Amen. We are going to what? Meet the person. We, we, are not, we are not disadvantaged when it comes to death. And we must never act as though we are. We are not. Praise God. Yeah. But when it comes to us, take personal responsibility. You are believing God for... How many of you are believing God for crazy prosperity? Let me tell you how yeah, You understand? When we start saying, you will prosper. Amen. You are like thunder. Good. Now, take responsibility for that. Hallelujah. Get the knowledge you need to get. Get the skills you need to get. Put yourself in places where the prosperity can reach you. Praise God. Watching Netflix and chilling 24 hours every day, you will not get prosperity. Are you following what I'm saying? 
Amen. You want to get a better job. You want a better place, but you don't know how to use Excel. How will it happen? What will you do in the office? Will you be doing gossiping there? I'll be doing the whistle down. Is that what you're going to do in the office? Hallelujah. Take responsibility. What do you know? I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because we have a lot of people. Oh, Father Lord, visit me, Lord, in your mighty power. Oh, open the gates of heaven. Flood it. Dollars enter. Yen enter. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. You don't even have domiciliary accounts. <laughs> so if we give you, how will we transfer it to you? Take responsibility. You see, in this church like this, as I see in this church like this, some of the people in this church are the gateway to your next level. Hallelujah. Wow, advice is somebody is ah, this person is in data this this person is in finance this person is in accounting come and teach me what you did to get where you are take responsibility personal responsibility for your life glory to God I said glory to God take responsibility hold God for what God is responsible for hold the devil what is responsible then hold yourself responsible for what you're responsible for, then you hold people responsible when they do evil to you. Praise God. I said, Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody comes and rapes somebody. It's like me if I hear. There was a time, the time I heard um, a lady came and said, Someone sexually assaulted her. She said, so, I said, What? Someone saying at school. Me, I don't, I'm not the guy that says, Let's leave it to God. No. Leave what to God. Ah, no. God and us, we are going to work together to solve that matter. Praise the Lord, somebody. Ah, if it's spirit, we leave it to God. That's how we have used authority. But this one sexual authority, do you know what I did? I left my place of work. I landed in his school. And I said, take me to the guy. The guy was shocked when he saw me there because he knew I was. I said, eh, bros, come. This lady said, you, you understand? I said, I don't want to destroy your life without giving you permission to explain to me what happened. Praise the Lord. I said, praise God. And, you know, because I said, look, this person is my daughter. You can't, go, you can't do that kind of thing and go country. We need to sort it out. We need to know what you actually, what actually happened. So I now found after I found out, okay, there was no rape. He tried to something, something. It was something I said, good. And I, I said, sister, so we had clarity. Hallelujah. Because I said, look, you can't do that one. No, God, we for, God has forgiven you all your sins, past, present, and future. But you see, eh, this one, consequences, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Praise God. Then you cannot now come and say, Pastor Femi destroyed my life. Eh? No, that's why I'll take it personal with you. I didn't destroy your life. You are the one that went to sexually assault somebody. You now want to do it and not face consequences. It's like someone that went um, on doing Oscar and slapped somebody. And he wants to go ahead and speak English. No. There must be consequences for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, that consequence is the love of God. Praise God. Let me end with this. How many of you, when you were growing up, when you put your hand inside fire, you didn't know what fire was? Your partner mother said, don't go there, don't go there. Then one day you went there. Then you put your hand there. Then you started crying. Ah, mommy, mommy. Did you near fire again? The consequence. 
They told you don't fornicate, don't fornicate, don't fornicate, don't fornicate. You did not hear. You said no, we are free in Christ. Then one time the girlfriend said she has missed her period. All of a sudden, your body temperature has gone up. Now you don't know what is going on. You are, you are, you are any smart thing, you are triggered. Uh-huh. Now your body are uh-huh. now. Say, ah, we never fornicate again. Father, let us see it. Let her, it's not lost. <laughs> You are responsible. Take note of what you are responsible for. Know what God is responsible for. Know what the devil is responsible for. Praise God. Don't hold God responsible for what you are responsible for. And don't hold the devil responsible for what you are responsible for. If you can understand what this this thing I've just explained to you, you will make progress. You will go forward. If I come here and start shouting, go forward! And you say, amen! We do the Nigeria thing. Amen! Amen! Let me tell you something. If you don't take decisions, quality decisions, change, changes in seasons and, and in uh, um, times and patterns is a function of quality decisions taken. Not just Shami Hadura. No, it's decision. Take personal responsibility for your life. Hallelujah. Let it not be that after we have sorted God, salvation, we have sorted the devil, authority, the problem is not now you. Hallelujah. Have you learned anything today? Lift up your hands and just bless his name. Let us praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, go ahead and bless his name. Ah... Just go ahead and bless his name. Everybody just begin to pray. Milo brasito, 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 brasito. Le grosse corese coriasata. Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I receive wisdom and ability to take quality decisions. I receive wisdom and strength to take quality decisions. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Go ahead and begin to pray. Wisdom and strength. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you haven't left. For more messages, Kindly Hallelujah. search for our Telegram channel using the link t.me slash God has blessed you.